Welcome to Patriot TV. I'm your host, Janet Palumbi. I am broadcasting this week from our Patriot Church Stand Conference, and I am so honored to have in the studio today Pastor Todd Coconado. Many of you have heard of him, and I'm so grateful to have him here today. Pastor Todd Coconado, Hello. how are you today? I am good. We're here at the Patriot Conference in Knoxville, and uh, we've seen several amazing speakers already. You being one of them? Praise God. And um, the you know the spirit is moving here. Um, the altars have been full. We've yep. seen a lot of people getting delivered and healed and set yep. free. So I'm, yep. I'm encouraged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for taking a couple minutes to chat with us. Absolutely. Um, I, East Tennessee allergies have been absolutely oh, terrible. Don't get me started about that. My wife will tell you. Not good for a TV host to have a scratchy throat, but you know what? I just plug through it and say, okay, sorry, people, I have a scratchy throat today. Yes. But I got a great opportunity to talk to you today. Um, I probably have at least a decade and a half of generation on you, mm. but... You spoke last night and talked about some of the TV shows that you yeah, were on. Yeah. And you were probably the kid in those I shows. Was really young, and I was yeah. the young adult watching. <laughs> ah, but you come okay. from Hollywood background. Yes, yes. And I think recently, very recently, you just moved your whole gig we, to Washington, right. Tennessee from we, California. That's correct. Okay. Yes. Seventeen years California. of pastoring in California at a church. Uh, before that I was like a youth pastor and a college yeah. pastor and things like that. But so we were really planted in LA and we were never gonna move. And when I got married, I told my wife, as long as you're cool with us living here, this is my calling. You know, because basically what I had done is uh, the Lord had done is you know, after I left Hollywood and got saved, mm -hmm. he brought me back into Hollywood and ministered to Hollywood. Okay. You know? So that was um okay. to me it just made sense, you know, and it, we were seeing a lot of fruit. Um, but then I, you know, one day I'm driving and the Holy Spirit fell in the car and I heard the Lord say, you're going to move. So how's that going to happen? You know, we have a church, we have everything here. My wife likes it here. Um, she actually got a similar thing where she heard from the Lord that we're going to move. And so she came to me and said, are you open to maybe moving? I feel like God is saying we're supposed to move. And I said, well, funny you say that because I actually was waiting to break this news to you that I felt the Lord wanted us to move. So we moved. There was COVID. There was a bomb mm -hmm. that went off in Nashville. There was a tornado mm -hmm. that, that went downtown Nashville. Mm -hmm. So that was our welcome to the mm -hmm. to the city. We didn't really know too many people. I mean, of course, we knew some people, but not nearly as many people as we know now. Um, and so I really didn't know what we were going to do. And um, we got a call. I was driving in the in like the cornfields of Wisconsin because my wife's from Wisconsin. We're driving through, and I get this call from a gentleman from the Trump campaign. Uh, the faith team, and he says, uh, hey, Pastor Todd, would you like to go to a bunch of churches and speak about voting values? This was right after we just got out there. So I said, well, yeah, I'm open to that. We prayed about it, and we went to 40 churches that year, um, which was in the middle of the pandemic period. So that's a pretty big thing for that period. Uh, a lot of churches were closed, if you recall. Uh, but all of a sudden, the Lord just started opening up opportunities to speak at events like the Reawaken and um, many other conferences and churches that were standing and um, the Lord organically just kind of grew the ministry at that time because there weren't a lot of pastors talking about this stuff. And yeah. we were willing to talk about it. Yeah. You work with one of my favorites, Matt Swallow. Yeah. I love Lance. Yeah. We follow the Flashpoint conferences okay. all over the country. Right. We've done Atlanta. We did Pensacola. We oh. were just in Nashville. Oh, you were in Nashville. We were okay. just in Nashville. There was like one. five things at once. There was. There <laughs> was. And Lance was there. And we love Marion. We love Marion. Yeah. In fact, for me, I, I wouldn't have known who you were, but when COVID hit, um, I was in that comfortable place in church. Right. And COVID hit, and I just went, something's wrong. Something yes. clicked. Yes. And I started scouring the internet. As so many people did. Yeah. Found Lance Wall now. Found, right. Found Mario 
general. I didn't even know these people existed. Wow. And went okay. full in. Right. And, you know, I I love you because Lion and Judah, I have my cup over Lion and Judah is yeah. my thing. Okay. I love Lion and Judah. Right. I'm a big Lion and Judah right. fan. Right. Yes. And I just started um, following people like you. And for those that have ears to hear, yes. if you weren't in the remnant before, right. you are going to be in the remnant now if you're right. listening. If yes. you're listening. That's it. But there's so many that aren't standing and aren't listening. And I don't know what you've found since you've come to Tennessee. It hasn't been very long. I don't Three think. Three and a half years now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't have a lot of good churches in Tennessee. I was shocked. We are supposed uh, to be the buckle like I you're talking about this morning. Yes. Tennessee is not as conservative. We're Jersey to Florida to here. I was born in Minnesota, lived okay. in California, lived in Hawaii. Lived right. And when I came to Tennessee, I thought, yeah. conservative. Yeah. We're not that I mean, conservative here. Right. I mean, compared to California, it is. But mm -hmm. I, I was actually very unpleasantly surprised at yes. how many churches had become seeker friendly, very mm -hmm. basic Christianity. You know, it was like they weren't getting into the important issues yep. of the day because they say they're political. Mm -hmm. uh, but meanwhile, um, you know, the state is actually the same things that we saw because we were in California from basically from Reagan to Newsom. So mm -hmm. we saw yeah. the state go from like you know, having <laughs> the best governor to having the worst governor. Um, and how did that happen? You know, now it's a uniparty state. So it's it's literally um, they, they, they voted all these different um, rules for voting where now you can have two Democrats running against each other. Um, all the ballot harvesting that goes on there. And so there's so much you know fraud that happens. And so unfortunately, um, that state has really gone downhill. I mean, even since we've left in three and a half years, uh, we've just seen, you know, everything just get worse. I was just back there preaching. Now, I will tell you, there's an amazing remnant in California. There is. And there is a move of God that's happening there. Yeah. There's people getting baptized at the beach. I don't know if you just I just saw, saw Sean Foyt. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I want to be careful because I love Pastor California. Love that's Pastor right. Chaylon. Jack Hibbs. I yep, mean, Jack you know, yep. Shane Eidelman. There's so many amazing people out there. When I talk about what's happening there, it's not that I'm, for, I'm I love the remnant. Trust me, my dearest friends, and they're standing. And they're, they're some of the best warriors because they're standing in a very difficult environment where it's like in Tennessee, it's, it's at least more culturally friendly to conservatism versus California, which is like you're either Christian or you're not. There's no, really not a mushy middle there as there is in the Bible, but where people are culturally Christian and they've got kind of lapidaisical or, you know, and they're not really, oh, we don't want to get involved. So that's what that was to me a real big eye opener. In fact, we got an opportunity to meet with Governor Lee right after we basically got out to the state. And, you know, I mean, he's not the worst governor, but he certainly isn't the guy that's standing <laughs> Like we thought he would, um, you know, in many key areas. And I think, you know, he's somebody that I know he has a lot of pressure and everything, but we've got to be, you know, I, I know Trump and DeSantis are arguing each other, but DeSantis has at least stood in Florida as a good governor yes. Yes. against a lot of the issues that we're seeing that are affecting biblical Christianity and uh, religious liberties and freedoms. And so... I have to give credit where credit's due. Well, Governor Lee, to me, there's a, there's a statement I hear. If you're not a politician, when you're in politics, once you get into politics, you'll become a politician. In many He's cases. the classic Yeah, exactly. Really yeah, I think Trump did a good job at not, you know, really yeah. becoming yeah. establishment type in yeah. many ways. But I think Lee, to your point, went yeah. the other direction and did become. And, but uh, you know what I love about the movement right now? What Mario's doing, what you're doing with Mario. We were never called to sit in a church. That's right. We were always called to go out into the that's world. Yes. And we're back to the, you know, yes. really grand days. Yes. We're going back into the stadiums and into the tents. That's right. And that's what we were always called to do. Yes. We were never supposed to be comfortable sitting you're in a church. You're a preacher. Church. You're a fire over here. <laughs> Come I know, on. You know what I am? Yeah. I'm a mom. Okay. I had my first grandson four years ago. 
And that little boy changed my life. And that's when, that's when I got called to say, you need to go out there. You need to be bold. Yes. And it's, it's, you know, conferences like this, yes. I hope motivate so many more people to do. Right. I'm a huge fan of Lance Wall yeah. Seven Mountains. Yeah. And um, when before Trump was like, I read his book, God's right. Cast Code. Okay. And that's what lighted, lit mm. my fire and ignited me Good. and said, you, media, yes. media. And I told Joshua this in another interview earlier right. today. Media is so, so important. Media yes. and politics, are, I think, are two of the strongest, yeah. most important things right. that Christians must get involved in. Right. And I'm hoping that people like you and Joshua with his new yeah. venture that he's yeah. doing will motivate so many more. And we talked about something really cool this morning that I might only have two followers. I don't know. I don't really pay a whole lot of attention. Right. But a few years back, um, I don't know if you were here when the Smoky Mountains caught on fire. Mm-hmm. And it was a crazy big fire of people's homes. They lost their homes. Right. They lost their lives. Right. Well, my husband and I celebrated 37 years the other day oh, and went up into the mountains yeah. and it was lush and green. And I said, you know what? I know how that happened because it takes one spark. That's right. And the whole thing lit on fire. That's right. And what I said to Joshua was, if there's a spark and it lights the world on fire for yes. God, yes. Look at the good it can do versus what happened with the fire. Right. But that's where we have to be that's right. right now. Yes. And you leaving Hollywood, I don't know if you've met Robbie Stark. Do you know Robbie? I know, Stark? I know. Yeah. Robbie yeah. came. I know he gave okay. it all up in right. Hollywood, came here. Yeah, he he's ran making, for, uh, what, congressman? I think. Shut him down, yeah. but he yeah. ran. And he's he's making big strides for Tennessee right now in yes. politics. Yes. He's given up media. That's right. the politics. That's right. You left media yes. and you went into preaching right. and, and everything you're doing the sorbos they have sorbo yeah. films There's yeah people that are in praise media. god for that so yes. thank god for people like you that Thanks. are doing what you're doing and taking time and building things that are amazing mm-hmm. um you just started a church we start yeah so uh, one of the reasons why we started the Roman revival center in nashville because why would you start another church when there's one on every corner is for three years we went around looking for just, you know, because I was out there being more of an evangelist than a pastor, um, because I kind of walk in both ministry giftings. And so, you know, Lord had us going to these conferences and mm-hmm. churches. And so, you know, we said yes, and we weren't sitting idle uh, at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, in doing that, though, there were people that would come you know, to me all around the country and they said, Pastor Todd, I can't find a remnant church in my community. And I just thought at first, this can't, there's always got to be like at least one or <laughs> You know, yeah, so we found this about Nashville. Um, there are some good churches there, don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, in our particular area, you know, people would have to travel. And, you know, there wasn't really a spirit-filled church in the area. I've, I've put, you know, just a couple of Facebook ads up about spirit-filled church. The response is unbelievable. I mean, people say, we couldn't find a spirit-filled church. So what's happened is we, somebody, I said, well, if God opens the door, and it's like, you know, you know, when God drops something in your lap, I said, we'll walk through it, you know, but I'm not going to go out here and try to make it happen. You know, um, well, the exact thing happened. Uh, you know, a woman had a vision about us opening a church in this building. Uh, she gave us a deal that we couldn't refuse. Um, you know, very kind, loving woman that loves the Lord. And the Lord gave her this vision and a bore witness in my spirit as I prayed about it. And I took some time to pray about it, a couple of months. And, uh, you know, we said it was a yes. And so the first service that we had was like five or six weeks ago. I think we're like five and a half weeks ago. And I've never seen this in my life because I've started a church before. I know how it is. 
usually you have to start with like a Bible study and then you kind of grow and people find out about it and it takes time, you know. But in this very extraordinary time that we're in right now with the internet and with people that are looking right. for lions and generals and people that are willing to stand. And I will tell you right now, we're never closing the doors of that place. Um, you know, we're not making you wear masks or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, you never know what they're going to try to pull next, you know. Um, and so anyway, uh, all that to say, we, we put it out there that, you know, we're going to have a first service and this is the craziest thing. The first service was completely full and, you know, we had a little drop off the second week, but then the third week it got busier again and it's been busier ever since. And now we're getting to the point where we're almost outgrowing this space and we just started. But what I think it is, is, um, you know, Barney just did a research study recently about kids, uh, generation Z. There was two things that I just thought was so interesting about the study. Number one, they're looking for sound doctrine. And number two, they're looking for a real move of the Spirit of God. Yes, they are. And I don't think it's just the kids that are looking for that. I think the people of God are looking for that. Yeah. And they want people that are willing to stand, preach the entirety of the Word of God, talk about cultural issues. They're not politics. This is spiritual matters. Uh, and this is where the enemies come in and confuse a lot of people, I think, in leadership. Or maybe they just use it as a cop-out. But for whatever reason, you know, we don't talk about abortion. We don't talk about anything political. We don't. You want to stay comfortable. Yeah. And, and so meanwhile, our country's going, you know, it's like the Titanic and they're playing the violin on the deck like nothing's going on, you know. So I think it's high time every believer that truly is a believer in Christ, that understands the urgency of the hour, that operates in what I call the Issachar anointing, understanding and discerning the times. We got to stand up. And we got, and what's happening is God is connecting the remnant. He's connecting, he connecting the remnant. That, that's what so blows cool. my mind. Yeah. How you're connected with Lance and Mario. And, yeah. And, I mean, you I, know, you'll hear people speak and it's like just this thread is going through the earth yes. right now. Connecting well, a, the a dear friend, Rodney Howard Brown out of Florida, he got arrested during the pandemic, you know. And, well, Pastor uh, Shannon, they tried to arrest him too. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, so we're getting calls of the Religious Liberty Coalition, you know, about pastors that have no legal representation that are, that are literally you know, the municipalities of their area are coming under, you know, uh, and it's crazy. They were to shut down the power and they were going to take in, you know, LA County, take this other pastor we know to jail. I mean, in America, where, where the First Amendment says we have the right to assemble. Yeah. So to me, that was like 911, urgency, urgency, you know, and I think a lot of people heard that. Now, I remember Reawaken America, the tour that's been going around the country. Sure. The first one uh, in Tulsa was, pre I think it's historic because it was during the pandemic and no one had met at this point. Yes. And 4,000 people yes. came together. I remember that when the very first Oh like, my yes. goodness. And I was there and, you know, just the, the freedom in the air. Yeah. And we were all coming in. No masks. No we didn't know if, you know, nope. if we were going to get raided or what was going to happen. <laughs> and it went, with no episodes, no incidents. Yeah. No incidents. And people left. And what, what happened was a lot of people went out to wherever they came from around the country and said, hey, we just had this massless event. No one got COVID. Everything was fine. You know, and meanwhile, uh, you know, talking about the Constitution, they're talking about yep. freedom, you know, medical freedom and election freedom. And so uh, all these issues are extremely important. Yeah. And I think that pastors need to address these because ultimately when it comes to, you know, look at the trans story time that they're trying to do all around oh, the country okay. and all the other stuff that they're pushing yeah. on the kids. Kirk you know? Cameron's doing a great job. Yes. And we were with him in, in, in Hendersonville. Yeah. You know? and, oh, you were. I did see that. Yes. You know, yeah. and I love Kurt. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love what him, you know, Sean Floyd and just, you know, there's all these heroes that are out there yeah. that have been standing, you know, Clay, like you mentioned. Um, I, I got to give Flashpoint kudos. Uh, yeah. Because we, oh, yeah. we found a lot of people through Flashpoint that are just unbelievable. I mean, there's a, there's a candidate in, um, Wilson County running for school board right now. Aaron, okay. yeah, I can't mix him up with Hannah right now because okay. Hannah's in town. But Aaron, he is, I believe, 19 years wow. old. 
running for school board in Wilson County, Tennessee right now. Yes. I was supposed to interview him at the Flashpoint Conference. Okay. And he got deathly ill. Oh, no. So Satan threw a yeah. dart. He's throwing darts at all of us right now. I slept two but hours What <laughs> You want to look him up. What an amazing guy. Okay. He is a powerhouse, okay. too. I have a huge heart for kids. Okay, um, me too. And that Same. you have a four-year-old. I have a little four-year-old grandson. Right. It's just the, the, the love of our life. Yes. And that's why I do what I do. Same um, here. Flashpoint really helped me say I really want to do a Flashpoint model because so many we need to know about people like right. you. You're right. so inspirational, and right. you know yeah. I think it was maybe you that preached last night. We need to know what's wrong with America and with faith right now, right. but then just knowing isn't enough. Right. We all yeah. have to take our place. Um, um, a friend that we go to church with here that's working with Turning Point USA Faith, um, Martha, she said something last night. You need to find your lane, pick your lane, right. stay in your lane, and then run with full force. Yes. Because that's where we have to be now. The that's right. time is short. We don't know. It could be 20 yes. years. My little four-year-old might have to grow up in this world. Yes. And there's a youth conference going on over here with um, Hannah Faulkner that just spoke. Okay. She's a little yeah. powerhouse. Right. And I just said to a friend, I never saw in my lifetime an entire room of youth that are sitting there talking nonstop about gender mutilation. Mm. And she's got the answers for them. Right. But I, I, I never saw this coming. I never thought there was going to be a thing where teens would yeah. do it willingly. Yeah. Mutilate their bodies. Yeah. And I know that, that we knew there was evil. We knew yes. Satan was going to walk this earth. Right. With all his demons. But that... I never saw it coming. And yeah. that's when my heart goes, I cannot let right. my little four-year-old grow up in this Thank world. No, so people yeah. like you, people like Hannah, yeah. what that's do you want to leave us with your inspiration for today? Yeah, I mean, what you just brought up, you know, I want to just address that. So the pharmaceutical companies are the ones that win with this because they get a patient for life with the hormone blockers. And so there's a lot of powers that be Maybe behind the scenes that are pushing these agendas. I mean, we've seen a... The uptick from a statistical standpoint is like in the hundreds, it's like 300% increase in kids that are, you know, confused with their gender. This wasn't an issue even in my, you know, a couple of years ago. So uh, we have to push back. It's a spiritual matter. Um, the good news is we're on the winning team. Uh, the devil's worst nightmare is if we actually know the authority that we have in Jesus Christ and we unite. utilize it and we unite. And uh, I might not agree with everything that everybody's saying, but you know what? Let's find the 98% that we agree on. Let's find those that are in the trenches with us. And well, you just stand. preached on that. Yeah. You just said, that side unites. Pastor Rod McCoy says, put our theological yeah. differences aside We're in a war. and let's unite. Exactly. Let's not worry about <laughs> the few little things right. that we don't agree because the Bible mystifies all yeah. of us still. I mean, there's people arguing about women in ministry oh, or when the, the tribulation is going to happen. Right. They're uniting. So we got to do better in the uniting. And um, I think that's really the mandate right now. And, you know, we're going to what are probably going to be the most vicious election cycles again of our lifetime. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of egregious things when it comes to voter integrity and just all things that we're concerned about, but that no one can stop the power of prayer. And if we all wake up and do our part, to your point, everybody has a mission and we do it. We wake up every day and we say, Lord, how can I be about your business? Uh, as, a, as a united front, to your point, you know, everybody will have their position and they'll do what they need to do and we'll win this. So it's not where America's not gone, but we need it's high time we get involved now. Yeah. And we could lose America very soon 
Uh, but thank God no one's over my shoulder yet telling me what I can't say when I can't yeah. say. So yeah. now's the time. Now's yeah. the time. We don't want to be another Dietrich Bonhoeffer situation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love Eric Retaxis. If you haven't read that book, if yeah. you haven't read Bonhoeffer, you must read that book. He because, did a great job. And yeah. his last book, Letter to the American yes. Church, is amazing. You will look, you will read that book and realize that what happened in Germany. That's right. If we don't stop it, it's yep. going to happen right here again. It was right. only, I think, 30% of the church yeah. Yeah. stuck with Bonhoeffer. Yeah. And look what happened. Right. I mean, we can't let that happen. No. We could. Right. We could all sit comfortably in our churches and just wait for Jesus to return. Yeah. Yeah. But what the woke church doesn't understand is if they don't speak up, eventually, they're not going to listen to them either. Right. They think by being yeah. nice and warm and they're fuzzy coming and for your friendly, doors. You're standing for they're the going to get to speak. That's right. Speak they're going to shut them down too. Absolutely. So why not speak and be bold? Yes. If they shut us all down, at least we try. Right. So. Amen to that. Good, brother. Good, you're well read. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. Thank so you so much for being here for our conference. Thank yes. you for taking a few minutes to talk to me on Patriot Absolutely. TV. Absolutely. And we so appreciate you. We're going to keep following you, you. you all around Thank the country. So you and Mario. All glory to God. Thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah, so we'll much, Todd. We win this together, right? Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks.